You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides. Your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is a little lore episode for the Hoarfrost Z. I'm going to be your host this time. I am Elamist. Hi, I'm Orchid. Hey, Orchid. Hello. It's It's been a while. <laughs> You're saying that. Like, it's been a while. We just recorded a different episode, like, <laughs> literally five minutes ago. <laughs> uh, so, for podcast info... We encourage feedback that can be sent to us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore at Hey, it's orchid or at I underscore am underscore elemist. You can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a review wherever you find the podcast. Uh, and you can also jump into our discord. The invite is down in the episode description, but if you want to type it out, it's discord.gg slash lore hub. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can visit ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Every little bit helps, and we appreciate it greatly. Thank you for your generosity, finger guns. Yes, thank you for your generosity, finger guns. Pew pew. <laughs> uh, you can also find our info on lorenetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators. We're still there. There it is. <laughs> pew, 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 We're still there, pew, pew, pew. So this week at Guardians of Lore, the Twoggle, it's been a busy June. Very busy. This is a different one. We're going to talk about ourselves. We're not talking about Destiny, the thing that we're talking about after this. Yeah. So in case our listeners are confused as to like why there are a bunch of little lures this this month. It's because Orchid and I have been busy moving. Um, We're moving! Separately, mind you. Like, we are on opposite coasts. But, like... I don't live anywhere near that guy. Who's Elemist? I don't know. <laughs> Even though he's been in my house before. So, we've been busy just moving. And by the time this comes out, I should be settled somewhat. We are actually recording this a, a bit earlier than my actual move, so I'm not sure about how that is. So reach out to me. Find out how it's actually going. He might be in a ditch right now. You don't know. Right. <laughs> it might have gone horribly wrong. I, I'm i moving right next to a lake, so like... He could be in the lake right now. I could be the next lake monster. We don't know. Oh my god, um, you're a monster? <laughs> what? <laughs> the lake is really pretty you have a tree near your apartment i think yeah 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 there are paddle boats on the lake i think i saw in a picture <laughs> i will I mean, have you could feasibly be on a paddle boat in a lake that's romantic when people hear this episode reach out to me and ask for updated pictures of the scenery but yeah i i'm actually having some issues with the move so 
I had originally signed my lease for June 24th, right? I've been pursuing over the last two weeks to have my my move-in date moved up a week so that I move in a week earlier. It has been a huge hassle trying to get my apartment complex just to actually like get me a new lease because they need me to sign a new one in order to move the date up. I at this point I have to call daily to f- make sure that they actually get the stuff figured out and taken care of and it's just it's a huge headache. See I'm, that sounds like garbage. I wouldn't want that. Well like I've I've tried emailing them, I've left them voice messages. They have a system so that they will text you. I've left messages there. Like, I'm trying. And they just are not responsive. So this is like every apartment complex ever then? Uh, is what you're telling me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I thought. Yeah. So, Orchid, how did your move go? So, um, my partner... Joe lived in Portland and I live about an hour and a half south of Portland. So it was a lot easier. It was just um, a lot of trips back and forth in like a super rainy season of Portland, uh, super rainy season of Oregon. And um, so it was moving all of his art stuff was really difficult and like finding Toki get off the counter. God damn it. I can't. <laughs> I have had a lot of roommates over time and like in X and everything else and just like have acquired a lot of things. And so it was for me getting rid of a lot of stuff, which has been really nice and finding places to put his stuff and turning like my little depression nest home into like an actual home again has been like good and kind of freeing and nice. So his He's kind of like taken over the garage as like his art studio and he has a separate room for all of his stuff. And I can't have my computer in the middle of the living room anymore because we're turning it back into a living room. So (laughs) I'm going to have to like put it back in my office. Sob. So from from an outsider's perspective, Uh in one word, you might call this therapeutic. It's very therapeutic, (laughs) honestly. I'm really messy, like really messy, but like I'm very ADHD. I know where everything is. It looks like a tornado blew through my house, but like I. It's organized chaos. It is organized chaos. I know where everything is. Like if you ask me, like, where is that fountain pen? Like and describe it to me, I could tell you exactly where it is and like whatever like pile it's in like I know where it is he needs everything to be very neat and tidy and clean (laughs) and so I'm like fuck (laughs) like my house has never been so clean (laughs) so long (laughs) oh my god so I'm just whenever he cleans something or I like walk out to the kitchen and it's like spotlessly clean like I start having an anxiety attack (laughs) I'm like, oh my god, where is everything? I don't know where anything is right now. 
so i start like thinking about like where is everything i start panicking again and then he just kind of looks at me he's like it's okay just breathe it's fine we can get through this just relax and i'm like (gasps) (sighs) it's good i've gotten rid of a lot of stuff yeah um it's we're slowly getting through it yeah that's good yeah res and i are good we're good together i think we're like completely opposite people at least it's pushing you to try and do better you know yeah he's very understanding of like me as a person which really helps that is really good yeah i'm very lucky and it's nice having somebody else here that's here all the time too because like i work so much and i'm not home so much or at least like by the time i'm home i'm so wrecked from doing so much like physicality at work my job is like super super physical and like i'm just not really built for that yeah and having him here really helps a lot that's good he likes to cook real food apparently um just having cheese is not a meal I disagree, but uh, according to him, it's not a meal. So two people now are saying that cheese is not a meal. You know where I sit on that front. I know you also say that cheese is not a meal. And I have no skin in that game. So like, I know, I know, (laughs) I know, I know, I know. It was recently uh, National Cheese Day, which I think I think I will come to a compromise with you. Here's here's my compromise on National Cheese Day. Cheese will, in fact, be a meal. But on every other day, cheese will not be a meal. Sure. Can we agree (laughs) on that? Sure. All right. Okay. This is the episode. (laughs) The Little Lore Horfrost Z episode. (laughs) We have come to the agreement <laughs> that cheese is not a meal unless it is National Cheese Day. <laughs> and then cheese is, in fact, a meal. <laughs> we can clip it and ship it. There we go. <laughs> and see, I, at this point, I kind of feel like I should quote a, um, a rom-com at this point. Oh, no. Which one? Ten Ways to Lose a Guy. Uh-huh. Matthew McConaughey, he's pitching, like, taglines for his company. And it's just, go frost yourselves. So, yeah, go frost yourself. Wow. <laughs> um, I'm now suddenly thinking of a Whitest Kids You Know sketch, which is, like it's i can't even i can't but can you odd oh my god if you're thinking of (laughs) if you want to know of the if the one i'm thinking of after this episode comes out send me a dm at guardians underscore lore on twitter and ask after you listen to this episode whenever it is you can ask in two years time when this comes out and i will still let you know of the one i'm thinking of and i will tell you because there's (laughs) never not a time that i will talk about why does kids you know because it's funny um yeah uh, i think that's good we moved 
uh, we're big people now. We're adults. Look at us. Look at us go. Doing adult shit. Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Wait, I'm Stuff. an adult. Fuck. I'm an adult. You're an adult. Doing adult things. Rez has all of his art stuff in the garage. I'm sitting here eating a lollipop with a dog. When when the hell did this all happen? I I feel like we grew up. Uh, I yeah. I don't know. Uh, art things. I don't know. I my house is clean. I don't know what to do with that. Usually, it's a nightmare zone. <laughs> do I know where things are? No. God. Do I care? Also, no. <laughs> uh, let's go to a Lord Network ad while I still stop not caring. I don't know. Something like that. Lord Network ad. to me. Yeah. Under 20 minute twab. <laughs> Twoggle. Sorry. Twoggle. So, for those of you who have been listening up to this point, Orchid made that little noise for more than one reason. See, going back a couple months, we made a little bet. Because the twoggles have a tendency to go on for a little bit, editing them can, in and of themselves, be, you know, kind of time-consuming. I mean... There's always the banter going on between our two hosts. There's the drops that I often think of that go into them. So whenever they're under 20 minutes, that's generally a good thing. However, I bet Orchid that it would never go below 15 minutes. Which this one was. This is a direct result. Please enjoy, in place of your usual ad. Hello, and welcome to the At Home Made Cafe. Ooh woo. It's Friday, which means it's Sundere night. I'll be your maid host, Rendell, and, um... <clears throat> it's not as if I like you or anything, Baka. Can I interest you in the Spin Foil Theory podcast, my lord? It is a podcast where all of your burning questions about Destiny's rich history and lore can be answered. Or I can simply pull it up for you on your computer at spinfoiltheory.com. While listening, perhaps I can interest you in our special Omu Rice with Doki Doki written in ketchup. Uwu finger hearts. This will happen every time the twoggle is under 15 minutes. I am going to regret saying that. So, even with that ad, we were under 20 minutes. We were. We were. Take that, Rindle. Rindle's going to scream. <laughs> My God, he's gonna be like, "Yay!" Or he's like, not gonna care. It's gonna be one of the two.
it, it's gonna be one cares. of those like monotone oh under 20 minutes thank you for a 35 minute episode wow <laughs> this episode took me 20 minutes to edit how dare you <laughs> something like that anyway uh, do you want to uh, so, this is is this me is this me i you're the you're the host but i so, just took your job this am is, i reading this you're reading this yeah shut up for a moment i <laughs> know uh, you shut up okay, so I'll shut up. some lore isn't pressed neatly into lore books but they add to the overall universe of destiny so we're going to use these little lore episodes to do a dive into these individual lore tabs. Now you can go. Nice. I just texted Rendell and told him it was an under 20 minute toggle. I want to see what he says. Lol. <laughs> oh. He's not going to say anything. No, nope. he said nothing. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> oh, man. I know, right? Anyway, this is the Horfrost Sea. How it's obtained, uh, legendary lost sectors, because that's how you get everything these days. The flavor text reads, no great wonder can stand forever if it is constructed on a lie. Alexi. The last city, Earth. GX818, experimental notation. Recovered hive ghost inoperable. Still responds to electrical impulse. Ran gauntlet of tests and gleaned welcome protocol data. New chest rig comes in handy for experimentation and observation. Every time the ghost exhibits movement, can render it inert without so much as lifting a finger. Must employ this technique in future studies. Hardware architectural analysis confirmed that this derelict creature exhibited a malleable structure certainly wasn't created with a specific framework in mind and looks to have adapted its configuration to its light bearer once acquired. Is this necessary for the bonding process? For creating the perception of companionship? Is it possible for a ghost to connect to a light bearer without undergoing restructuring? Previous behavioral studies have shown that ghosts can be selective. Given lack of pre-programmed directives, it is now clear that they make conscious choice about whom to revive. Hardware evidence suggests that ghosts were always capable of reviving Hive. Perhaps they always intended to. Addendum for Spider You've asked me why I like to tinker with your toys before I deliver them. Well, here you are. Proof of what I've been saying all along. We live at the whims of a god who blesses the few at the expense of the many. We follow leaders who claim to understand this speechless orb, and we are expected to do as it wills, no matter the cost to ourselves. So many people still condemned to die, and it willingly granted immortality to a death cult, served on a silver platter by these automata. Well, I do have a will, and I will not prostrate myself before something capable of such evil. Your ever-skeptical Hake exile, Alexi. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so this is somebody from the foundry Hake who got exiled. But, like, did they get exiled from the city or from Hake? 
I think they could have gotten exiled from the city. We don't know. Right. Do we know? I, I, honestly, I think this is the only time we've seen this character. Uh, this is the... Yeah, this is the only time we've seen this character. Yeah, I don't see this person anywhere else. That being said, it is possible that they got exiled from the city. Especially with the fact that, like it said here, we live at the whims of a god who blesses the few at the expense of the many. We follow leaders who claim to understand this speechless orb, and we are expected to do as it wills, no matter the cost to ourselves. I kind of agree with that a little bit. I do too. But like at at this point, it's that is a very charged sentence, especially living in the city. Well, this person obviously works for Spider. Yes. So it could just be someone working for Spider and they don't typically live in the city if they do. That is fair. But... I mean, whether you are a guardian or not, you still live at the whims of the traveler. Yeah. So, yeah, you live at the whims of a god who blesses the few at the expense of the many. Like, we saw what happened with the fallen. The the whirlwind happened. Yeah. And, like, none of them got the light, you know? And I've, I've got a few other spin-foily ideas about the whirlwind. Um, but for the most part, yeah, the fallen had the traveler, they had light and then it was ripped away from them. The thing that that's, that's gnawing at my mind here. Okay. Hardware evidence suggests that ghosts were always capable of reviving hive. Perhaps they always intended to. Does that also mean that like other enemy factions could be revived me being the idiot that i am i always assumed that that like when destiny started i always assumed that they could have revived everybody and that's like i just assumed that and that's that's very possible i mean we've at this point we've only seen ghosts revive defenders of humanity so like humans awoken exos and we've seen them revive hive so like at this point i'm willing to bet that you know if we had some some elixir that that passed away or some cabal that passed away they could be revived as well but see like you're saying defenders of humanity the hive are the opposite of that the hive like, would rather see us perish well no 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 like i was so but they are they would they be yeah i know you're just saying defenders of humanity like well, no, as like, the I was the basis. I, I was using no 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 like I was using that to kind of lump together, you know, humans, awoken, and exos. Oh, the three. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, I see what you mean. I'm wondering because like the hive are such the opposite. When they die, would you consider them krill at that point? Because they're like no longer hive. It depends on the worm. It's true. Because if they didn't have the worm, like if the mm-hmm. worm popped after the body died. Right. Like we see with, you know, acolytes whenever we shoot them in the head or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, like if that acolyte was revived, I would consider that a krill. But then would they still be like considered, quote unquote, evil? 
if they attack me first, I'm going to consider them evil. But I mean, like, would we consider ourselves evil? Because I guess it's all just like a matter of perspective. That is true. Because like they clearly know much more about like the darkness than we do, which leads me to believe they know much more about the traveler than we do. Well, I mean, they've been chasing it for millennia, so. Yeah. Yeah. I wish we would just talk to them, you know, to have a chat. I mean. Chitty chat. Chitty chitty chat. I agree to an extent, Mm. but when they start firing first, I'm not going to sit there and go, hey, I just want to talk. That's all. Yeah, I can see. I can see that being a problem. Uh, That's so annoying. It also depends on the actual ghosts because some of them are just fed up with humanity. I would be too, honestly. Humanity is annoying. Like this guy, Alexi. He's annoyed. Well, he's also dissecting a hive ghost, so like... Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we do have a behind the name, like we did in our other episode, because I think we'll start doing that for some of them. Yep. So what's behind the name? Hoarfrost. Uh, Hoarfrost is a white coating of ice crystals formed by the sublimation of atmospheric water vapor on a surface. Surface. Um... For those of you who are not uh, sciencey, sublimation uh, is when you bypass the liquid phase and you go directly from gas to a solid phase or vice versa. So you can go from solid to a gas phase or gas phase to a solid phase. You just don't become liquidy in the middle. Chemistry. Sublimation. And that's got to be because of like super cooling or super heating like right like yes it just bypasses an entire state of being mm-hmm. yeah okay so uh final thoughts um like when we have a chance i'm excited to dive into hive ghosts yes i cannot wait to talk about the hive ghosts in general I think it's a really interesting topic, like giving the hive light, especially since it wasn't taken like we thought for so long and it was actually given to them by the traveler is like, you know, um, the meme of the guy riding the bike and he sticks his own stick like in the spokes and then falls (laughs) over. (laughs) Like that's what giving the hive light is. It's it's that. (laughs) yeah it's really interesting i i definitely agree like it's it's like it's changed the perspective and it's turned the story on on its head it really does like it's it's flipped everything around yeah it's like a whole like 90 degree turn like it's just like something you weren't expecting then suddenly you like bash your head against the window because you weren't ready for it yeah you ever been in the car when someone's driving and then suddenly they just like turn and you just you're like Flump. and you're like the fuck is this? <laughs> well, I guess now I'm hitting right now I'm I'm stuck against the window for a moment. Yeah. Yeah, you're like now we're turning apparently. Neat. Yeah. I was just thinking my brain is still in like chemistry land. If you guys ever want to actually watch sublimation happen, buy some dry ice from the store and then just like stick it out on the curb so that's sublimation happening 
is watching dry ice evaporate. That's sublimation. Finger guns. Oh. Damn. Yeah. So when you watch dry ice, like all the all the kind of like vapor come off of it. Because dry ice is just solid carbon dioxide is what that is. So that sublimes. That's the actual term for it, is sublime sublimation. That's that's what that is. So at atmospheric pressure, which is what we are at, it doesn't really like melt. It just kind of evaporates into CO2. Okay. Mm-hmm. It turns into, I don't know what liquid CO2, what that point is, but everything is going to be, I think it's like negative 55 or something or negative 56 degrees Celsius is liquid CO2. So, but obviously we're, we're way above that in in here in breathing land so yeah it's just gonna go straight it's gonna go straight into into vapor so you can watch that yep Mm -hmm. because if you want to watch sublimation you can do that just buy some dry ice neat that's awesome yeah chemistry chemistry is cool (laughs) just be really careful with it because you don't want to hurt yourself because dry ice can be really dangerous just don't like touch it with your hands or like yeah. wear like super thick gloves, like meant to handle it, like super thick, like wrap in a blanket or something. Mm-hmm. So orchid, yeah. Shout outs. Oh yeah, we had to like shout out our favorite chest piece. Neat. So my my favorite chest piece is either I couldn't decide. I have two, so it's either Phoenix Protocol or Vesper Radius, and I have reasons. So probably Phoenix Protocol because it makes your well come back real fast. And after they added the new ornament from last season with all the feathers, the metal feathers, it looks so good now. It doesn't look janky as fuck anymore. So now I like it Um, because now I look real pretty. I look like a metal bird and I love it. Um, Vesper Radius, I love it. Um, And that is like a specific time and place that I love it. Because, like, Vesper Radius is weird. Because there's, like, no reason you'd ever want to use it. Because it's dumb. Right? Because, like, you'd have to look up and see, like, what it does. Like, when you throw a rift down, it lets out an arc pulse. And if you're around a bunch of enemies, you get your rift back real fast. So you're like, why the fuck would I want to use this? (laughs) It's dumb. (laughs) You want to use it when you're running in the throne room in Leviathan in year one. So you can get your um, empowering rift back real fast when all the dogs are around you. So all of your raid teammates push you off the edge of the platform and have you run around in danger and not kill any of the dogs and then get back up on the platform and then throw your rift down and then do damage and then push you off and then have you run around in the danger and then jump back up on the platform and do damage because then you'll get your rift back real fast. That was the reason why you wore it. Huh. Uh-huh. But you were in the danger for a little bit. I mean, makes sense. So that sense. was like the very specific time that you wore it. It was very specific. So that was the whole time. That was the only time I ever wore it. It was like Leviathan in the throne room for damage. Damn. Yeah. It worked. As long as it works. Yeah, it works. We found better ways to do it later, but like, oh my God, this is very scary. 
with all the dogs there trying to do murders. <laughs> There's so many murders that were trying to trying to be happening. What about yeah, you? Yeah. What's your what's your favorite chess piece that you're gonna shout out? Curious of the Falling Star. <laughs> nice. Uh what's it, that one do? So short and simple. Uh-huh. <clears throat> oh. Titan go yeet. Titan do big damages. What? the one titans where so they do the big yeet essentially it's celestial nighthawk but for titan yeet oh i get it mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it is so good it's so I fun get it. i get it because of that chess piece i've gotten several like fight me medals in crucible Really? Well, because like you're doing six times damage, even if like the opponent only has 200 health, it still counts all the damage. True. So if you hit a group of like three, <laughs> you're getting six times damage on three guardians. That's true. Nobody can compete with that. No. No. You win. You win. Like, it was just... It's true. I had fun with the chess piece. I love it. It is my favorite exotic chess piece. I'm looking forward to next season because of it. But this is the part of the episode we like to give special thanks. The audio for this episode was produced by Rindle Zivas. You can find him at Rindle Zivas. The artwork and music in this episode is copyright Bungie. We're able to use it under their fair use policy because they love their content creators. If you'd like to dive into Destiny lore on your own, visit ishtar-collective.net. That's the resource we use to make our show notes. Thank you, Baxter. Thank you, Baxter. And final reminders, you can find us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore at hey it's orchid or at i underscore am underscore elemist you can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com you can leave us a review wherever you find the podcast and you you know what you could also jump into our discord the invite is down in the up subscription but if you want to type it out it's discord.gg slash lore hub it's spicy in here especially during Season of the Spicy Meats. Spicy Meats! Um, and if you'd like to support the podcast, you can visit ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Every little bit helps, and we appreciate it greatly. Thank you. So, Orchid, say goodnight. Good night. I need to make dinner and do dog things. And that's perfectly fine. Because I now have a household. Oh, no. Moving. It's weird, right? Oh, no. You have people who love you and are willing to put up with you all the time. I know. What the fuck is that? (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) Take care, everyone. Good night. Bye, otters. Spicy otters. <laughs> <laughs>